This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome to Wednesday Morning AOM Radio Live, where we take your questions, your concerns, your things, and answer them. And we just... uh Keep it real. So, what's up, guys? That's right. Our show is real help for real couples because we had a terrible marriage and we don't want you to have a terrible marriage. That's so right. So, we made the resources that we wish we had had when we were going through the hardest parts of our mar- marriage. And every day we do four things. We mm-hmm. do a prayer, an intention, a gratitude, and then we do our conversation starters of the day from the app. And we encourage right. you to do the same things with your spouse. So, we are going to dive right on in. Mm-hmm. Ahead, All right. In one thing, uh, today's show is not brought to you by the Anatomy of Marriage app, which we have. It is brought to you by getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Get hooked up with a real counselor, a real licensed counselor, at the convenience of any time you want, day or night, wherever you are. Text, email, call, there, the yes. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so to get go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. The show is still also brought to you by the Anatomy of yes, Marriage app. Is. I wish I hadn't said that. Okay, you want to pray? Two ad spots. Thank you, God Creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this day and all that you provide. May we live out of spirit and not out of ego. And I pray that all of our listeners do the same. Thank you for your blessings. There you go. Amen. I don't say amen anymore. Okay. I'm changing my my thoughts on that. Okay. That's Uh, helpful. (laughs) Um, So now let's do, and again, we encourage you to pray with your spouse. So today we're talking about low self-esteem. That's what our topic is. I don't know if I mentioned that. But Mm -hmm. before we do that, we'll talk about our intentions. And our intentions are basically the behavior we want to have within our marriage that we aren't currently having Mm -hmm. that is not helpful. So Yeah, Yeah, uh, George Michael. Stop it. I haven't inserted my second earring into my headphones. That's right. And I'm excited. Look, headphone earrings, because I want to wear earrings. And I love, she loves pretty earrings. That's right. I'm obsessed with them. Okay. Let's read the question today. It was intention. We were doing intentions. I'm so sorry. Talked about me looking like George Michael. Come on. Okay. Go. What is your, what is your gratitude for today? My gratitude, I am thankful for uh, the, 
like yesterday you didn't know that it was my mom's birthday or that we were going to my mom's or my sister's house mm -hmm. and like all that stuff. Like yesterday you thought I'm going to go home and it'll be a normal day. And it was just my family for hours right. and you did not even flinch. You're like, okay, see you there, you know? And yeah. I'm, I'm thankful for that. Cause I know that that's not like, like we are with my family all the time. I know it's right. not like your favorite thing in the world. It's not your least favorite thing, but I'm thankful it's family, that so it's good. I'm thankful that you adjust so easily to that kind of thing. So yeah. thank you. Well, you're welcome. All right. Uh, let's see. What is my thankfulness? I'm thankful that you are uh, on top of things. You know. You're welcome. I'm serious. Like family stuff, getting the kids in order, mm -hmm. keeping the house stuff, being being concerned and caring about uh stuff it's it's that great kind of um i don't know exchange of like you do your stuff good i do my stuff good mm -hmm. and it works good so thank you for that you're and welcome. you you don't really waver on that like you're not you don't say oh forget it i'm not doing that right that's right. that's not what you do so i appreciate that you're welcome um my intention today mm -hmm. is to be present with you with things that we're working on. Mm -hmm. We have some calls later on. We got some stuff. And Interviews. We've got inter lots of stuff going on. Yeah, so uh, to be present with you and to be like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I, yeah, I'm going to stay focused and stuff today. Cool. I My intention is, again, to touch you more. I realize all of my alarms that say touch your husband go off and you're never around. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what... I don't know. You're never... Maybe you should re-listen to the podcast last week and adjust the alarms to when i am home i did <laughs> you did and you're not around well what the heck i know that's what i'm saying it's, it's like right. a process of like why does it go every time it goes off seth is either like at the grocery store or whatever it's confusing i'll I set thought, them for you sure and be in my subconscious home okay right i like it <laughs> all right so let's jump into the okay. to today's question which was sent to us by a listener. Uh, you can send in your questions to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Mm -hmm. And we're plugging in the phone really quick. You're, Give us one second. Covering up the YouTube sorry. Camera. Oh, sorry, YouTube. You got to see my knuckle tattoos and my knuckle hair. <laughs> what? I'm hairy. Knuckle sandwich. Um, so anyway, mm -hmm. the question is, low self-esteem is ruining my marriage. Hey, y'all, I'm really struggling with a reoccurring issue in my marriage. The core of it is that I don't listen or engage with my husband about issues or joint decisions. He will bring it up later, and I will be defensive mostly because I lack self-esteem and feel negatively toward myself. I often find myself defensive. Mo wait, nope. I often find myself putting myself down in my head and then blaming it on him, bringing up my flaws. I think most of the time we just... He just wants to be heard and included, and it's not making a comment on my character. We fight... What? We fight, he feels not heard and not loved, and I end up in a spiral of self-loathing. I feel like we need some new strategies, and I need to do some work on my self-esteem. Any suggestions? I love this man. I want to make him feel heard. Uh, I just feel like I am constantly failing him and causing tension. Mm. So that's a lot there, <clears throat> and I have some good thoughts on it. What are your thoughts as a woman who may have felt low self-esteem before? Will you scooch back a tiny bit? and scooch in. Mm -hmm. So I don't, uh, there's a couple things going on in this that I don't necessarily think all of it is low self-esteem. I think mm -hmm. there is a bit of a processing thing going on. So it says, I don't engage. Uh, the core of it is that I don't listen or engage with my husband about issues or joint decisions. Mm -hmm. Like that sentence. I don't engage with my husband. Is not low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. That's almost, it's, it's, Two things pop up into my head when I think of that sentence. One, you either are, and 
I'm not saying this in a mean way because I'm this way. Mm-hmm. If Seth talks to me about something and my brain is not in that space, mm-hmm. what happens? You don't. You just seem weird. I literally cannot think. So it's like if I try to read a sentence and I can't make sense of what it's saying, my brain is like shut off. Mm-hmm. I, there is no way that you could be like, come on, Mel, figure it out. I can't. Mm-hmm. My brain does not even function in that mm-hmm. way. So what I'm thinking is actually going on is not... Um, at its core, like, I don't engage. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, I can't. I mm-hmm. don't have that skill yet. And so right off the bat, I want to really, really, really evaluate what's happening mm-hmm. and not assume it's because I think so poorly of myself. I mean, because I have, I think, adult uh, ADD, mm-hmm. not ADD, goodness gracious, dyslexia. dyslexia. And I didn't know it until I had to fill out, you know, forms for field trips for my second grader and mm-hmm. i was like i can't i you don't can't, know where mm-hmm. to put my name i i literally mm-hmm. look at a field trip form and go i don't know and how many forms have i filled out incorrectly that you've seen all of them oh gosh <laughs> well i wasn't <laughs> expecting that answer every but really mm-hmm. it is a hugely discouraging struggle and i could i could say well i'm just dumb mm-hmm um i have low self-esteem so i fill out these forms slowly and right. whatever no i i literally have a like a an interpretation problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it means. And my brain goes blah, 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 when it tries to fill mm-hmm. out the simplest form on the planet. Mm-hmm. So I think that that might be one of the things going on and I want to address it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill does say avoidant behavior, possibly that is a great option too, that yeah. you're, you're disengaging. Not, you don't, you're not meaning to do it. You're not trying to do it on purpose, but mm-hmm. you're like, don't know what to do. Bloop off. Right. So you're just checking out. So I mm-hmm. thought of some, uh, being present, kind of things going on like the core is that i don't listen or engage well wait a minute you don't listen or engage okay what's the deal with that i'm gonna go kind of more less of a therapist more of a coach way like um hey why don't you listen and i'm just thinking of what this person might say uh well i don't know it it, it's just hard and i don't think that my voice should be heard and so i don't engage okay well uh, in that case, yeah, it may be self-esteem or it may just be like, I'm not present because I'm just kind of checking out. You know how I talk about like everybody's a zombie, including me sometimes. And a lot of my clients are just, and this is including me too. We're just zombies that have checked out because we don't want to do hard stuff and we want to do, uh, have avoidant behavior and we want to, uh, be conflict avoidant, right? It's easier to check out. Mm-hmm. It's harder to right. face the truth of mm-hmm. whatever the thing So maybe is. it's the, uh, you don't listen and you don't engage. That is a byproduct of not being present, right? right. So it's like, oh my goodness, this is too much. I'm just not going to listen because maybe he's saying things in a way that I can't understand that uh, um, hurt my feelings or make me feel less than. And so I just check out, don't listen or engage, right? right. So it's kind of like... This is a byproduct of something else up front that is going on, right? Right. So, um, well, and I do want to address like when I was back to the filling out forms and getting them wrong conversation, like when I, whoa, when I have dyslexia stuff happen, like it says right here. Uh, I find myself putting myself down in my head and then blaming it on him and bring for bringing up my flaws. Mm -hmm. So, that is a behavior that I had done with Seth is like I would fill out a form like a tax form wrong mm. or, you know, like a W nine or whatever, mm-hmm. I would fill it out wrong. And then Seth would be like, Hey, this is wrong. And I would feel deeply 
shamed mm-hmm. like an absolute idiot like a total moron mm-hmm. and then it would make me mad at him mm-hmm. and then i'd feel bad about that because i was i wasn't really aware that i was doing that mm-hmm. like it was just a thing that was so instant it was just happening and i did it and then i was stuck and then i was mad right and so i want to think about like if you can think of this differently if you think maybe i have a processing difference i don't mm-hmm. want to say disorder a difference processing meaning you process things perhaps slower, or maybe Mm -hmm. you need 10 minutes before a conversation happens and you have a response. That's a processing difference. Mm -hmm. So what would it look like and how would it change your view of your self-esteem if you just looked at it as a difference? Right. A difference in personality Mm -hmm. type, a difference in whatever, instead of saying, oh, I'm so dumb, this is so bad, I whatever. Right. Bill says, oh, and family... <clears throat> oh, and family of origin could be a cause uh, if that's what you saw growing up and all. Yeah, right. if if you are simply playing out that narrative like, oh, mom really didn't engage, dad made all the decisions kind of thing. Oh, and yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so, a great. So let's expand on that just for a minute in case that's what it is. Okay, so um, mom kind of s- kept in her lane, uh-huh. I guess, you know, mm-hmm. her parentheses lane and dad did all the made all the decisions but somehow mom was just felt like oh well i'm in a world where my voice isn't heard Mm -hmm. kind of thing and just was kind of meek not taking up her full mom shape or if if mom says her opinion dad says something mean to her right right so so you could pick up well yeah you can go in some families you do the opposite of what you uh learned Mm -hmm. in in a response to be like no way, I'm not doing that. And then the pendulum swings a hundred times to the other side, right. which is also cannot be healthy as well. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's a really great uh-huh. point. Um, it's kind of like if I had an alcoholic father, I loathed anything alcoholic. I judged very harshly mm-hmm. anything alcoholic, bars, drinks, right. wine, anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, uh, let's see. Aaron, Aaron, are you on Facebook and Instagram live? <laughs> That's cool yes. if you are. That's funny. Okay. Aaron says, do you think the culture of our world right now, COVID and crap, causes more checkouts? I have found myself being more distant lately and attribute it partly to these odd social norms. Yeah. I think that we are experiencing, so for most of us, you know, basically anyone uh, under 40 years old or maybe 44 years old, this is the first huge thing that we've experienced as a country and as a world like we didn't live through world war two or one we uh some of us didn't live through vietnam which was a huge you know kind of revolutionary tons of protests all kinds of stuff um uh so uh civil rights movement um or uh, a pandemic this Mm -hmm. is our first pandemic you know and and we didn't live through the the depression either so there are a lot of I guess, mental health uh, fallouts going on, right? right. Anxiety, depression, uh, feeling overwhelmed, like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Right. And relationships are also feeling the brunt mm-hmm. of that. Of um, You know, oh, I've been with, in the same house with this person for, you know, three months. I just want to get away from him right. or her kind of thing. Uh, and or just kind of internal anxiety, like, oh my goodness, what's going on? In fact, I saw a graph yesterday that kind of, uh, normalizes, uh, you know, the, there's uh, stages of grief. Mm-hmm. Uh, the work of uh, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, like um, denial, acceptance, anger, kind of that's some of the grief stages. And this graph was with COVID. It was like, boom, the initial hit of COVID, like, oh, this is our reality. Oh, my goodness. Then there's a honeymoon phase 
kind of like we went through, like, hey, we're going to be strong and get through this. And what am I doing to, to not, you know... What get... language am I going to learn? Right. You know, a lot of people said that. And then there's the downward curve of like, oh, this is real. This is, uh, this sucks. You know, we're out of money. I got furloughed. We lost our job, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then kind of the upswing, like, okay, this is the new normal. And then there's like one that goes back down kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we are in that phase. And this is new territory for a lot of us. But if we can normalize it and see it as we're all going through this, of course. So I want to make the real distinction. We're, people say we're all in the same boat, but some have a luxury yacht with a freaking heli- helipad on right. it. And some of us are over here with a John, a John boat a with, a, with a leak. And we're sitting so low to the ground that a fish jumps in. That's a real story that, that happened to us story. when we went frog gigging. <laughs> our at, our at John like, boat almost sank in a really scary pond. In a pond, right. we were frog gigging. So anyway, let's normalize this thing and be like, okay, we are in this together. At least you and I are in the in this together. Who wants to hear our frog gigging story? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but I do want to say too another thing that this type this time is brought up is that I noticed in myself when you couldn't like when Target closed for example. You couldn't go to Target or whatever. Mm. Or I guess Target never technically closed, but stuff like that. Like you couldn't go do the things that you always did. Go to Starbucks, go to Target, whatever Mm -hmm. that thing was. Um, And it actually exposes a lot of it. Well, for one, it's like, well, now the thing that made me happy is gone. Mm -hmm. That thing I always used to do is gone. And you have to go, why does going to Starbucks make me happy? Mm Because shouldn't I be happy at home? And you're not happy at home and you're like, wait a minute, am I a bad person because I'm Mm -hmm. only happy when Starbucks is open Mm -hmm. and then you feel shame because you're like, I still have my job, but I'm not happy because Starbucks is I'm only happy when Bakery and Bow is open. (laughs) I'm only happy when I can have a scone. So there's this thing that happens where it's it's actually requiring us, COVID is requiring us, if we are Mm self-aware, to reassess and evaluate what our priorities are, Mm -hmm. what our like guilty pleasures are mm-hmm. what things distract us and why well, remember when i told you i talked about that stat that most when we got the stimulus checks and stuff and early stages of covid mm-hmm. mo- most people like netflix viewership went through went bonkers right, right? like so much so that um uh, netflix and amazon and and streaming companies were asking people to like do something differently like stagger their stuff because it was just you know megabytes going wild i don't even know if that's real or not but (laughs) megabytes um, going wild but the 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 increases of sales or consumption of junk food alcohol weed and porn just Mm -hmm. went skyrocketing Right. right so i'm like oh my goodness okay that says something people are are basically just um uh, it, could, it, it could be summed up this way. People just want to sit in their mama's lap and eat comfort food, right? Which there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. I mean, yeah. if you're an adult and you want to sit in your mama's lap, okay, let's, let's, t- let's uh, go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage for that. But uh, it, it, it shows like, what are your comfort zones? What are your go-tos, you know? And I want to get back because we got on a real tangent kind of thing. Right. Of That was a terrible segue. I apologize for that. Uh so anyway, uh, what are you going towards during these times of COVID and stuff? Mm-hmm. What are you and your partner going towards um, or away from during this time of COVID? Are you right. coming together? Or are you focusing on work or the kids and not this? Mm-hmm. You know, we've been guilty of like, you know, sometimes I get um, uh, frustrated because all you want to talk about is like uh, AOM stuff. I love the podcast. 
I know you love the podcast and that's good, but every single day, first thing in the morning, hey, what are we talking about today? This idea, this idea. Now I'm you like, guys know who's dedicated. Well, no, there's dedication, but I'm like, yo, balance, girl. Right, right. Let's go. Let's go make out instead of talk about the podcast. So but let's get back. Yeah, let's get yeah. back to the question. So getting back to the question, um, I would say this. I would say, okay, I want you, this this listener, to take a real look at what's going on. I'll be right back. If, I'm grab my if you are struggling from low self esteem, and that's the kind of core of it, then one of my one of my boys, Ed Milet, talks about you build and maintain self esteem. By doing the things you say you're going to do, right? By keeping the promises you make to yourself. And I'm going to talk about 75 hard real quick. So once I committed to 75 days of these six things, during, during, on the 75th day when I was done, do you think that my self-esteem was like at an all-time high or like just, oh, well, you know, I don't know. I did it, but it's cool. No, are you kidding? It was at an all-time high because I did... I kept the promises that I made to myself and I did what I said I was going to do. And that feels awesome. That creates a belief in yourself like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that's, that stuff was hard, but I did it. Okay, I did it. Mm-hmm. Not you, not mm-hmm. her, not him, not whoever. I did it. Mm-hmm. So, and that is not coming from an ego or a cocky point of view. Mm-hmm. It's like the fact is I did that. Nobody made me do it. It was hard. I stuck with it. I am amazing. That deserves self-esteem. Mm-hmm. That deserves confidence. That mm-hmm. deserves like, well, yeah, I did this, you know? Um, and it's not like, again, it's not like an ego thing. Like, yeah, I was entitled to do that. No, you did it because nobody had a gun to your head or anything to do it. You just did it, right? Um, so... Uh, I apologize for that electronic noise that people are going to hear on the podcast. Jesse says 100%... Uh, <clears throat> Slow down, Seth. <laughs> 100% agree with the checkout situation. My wife and I are going through her are going through her checking out because we've had to stay away longer from work due to travel restrictions. She is struggling badly with anxiety and does not want to go through marriage counseling because she knows they're going to try to put her on meds. Hmm. So, let me tell you something. Meds are amazing. Yeah, meds aren't a bad thing. No. And I'm on uh, meds. Okay? And I, if I'm not, I just cry all day long. Why is the phone? <laughs> so, uh, don't assume that you know a counselor is going to hear a situation. And go, sorry, you need meds, right? right? Um, I never think of meds as a first uh, alternative, or I never refer out for meds for the first thing. I don't know why that's buzzing so bad. Yeah, sorry. Uh, keep on. Yeah, sorry. So, um, just keep an open mind on that, and also. Go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. They do couples counseling. They do individual. They do all kinds of stuff. Again, I'm a licensed counselor. Go there. Check it out. It's at it's it's convenient. You don't have to drive to an office or anything. So, Jesse, go check that out. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do want to say I love to look up the definition of words. I think it's very helpful to understand what we're really talking about. The word esteem means to respect and admire, mm. right? Uh, so it Typically says... Typically for a person. Oh, sorry. Are you reading that? That was all. Um, so it's like you favor them. You deem them worthy. You esteem them. You admire them, right? Uh, and I... Hold on. That sound is driving me absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. What are I'm we not sure do? what it is. I don't know. Hold on, people. Hmm. What are you doing? 
It's the frequency. Okay, here. It's radio waves in the air. Oh my gosh. Our uh, <laughs> I have low self-esteem now. <laughs> okay, we're going to look at this way. We're, so. Yeah. Our, okay. Nope. It's back. No, it, no it, it's better. Just go. Keep on with the show. The show must go on, Mel. It's us. This is the weirdest thing ever. Okay. The look. sound, there is digital air noise. Come and back you guys here can't and continue anyway, with what you're saying. So esteeming yourself, like you, you can't treat, uh, you can't treat a dog good or you can't treat a dog like crap and expect it to want to be with you. You mm-hmm. can't treat yourself like crap mm-hmm. and expect yourself to want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Um, why on earth would people have low self-esteem? I know. I think it's a chemical thing. I think medication would be gloriously helpful there's all sorts of things you can try there's mm-hmm. alternatives that are natural alternatives there's food things there's take like cut out gluten do all these things there's things you can do mm-hmm. that will actually help your self-esteem that have nothing to do with what you think about yourself but more about what you ingest and put into yourself mm-hmm. um but i think it's really important to think about like would you ever want someone to talk to you the way you talk to yourself? Right. So hear that sentence for what it is. Would you ever want someone to be like, you big, stupid idiot. Mm-hmm. Good job putting the lunchbox in the wrong spot, mm-hmm. moron. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you wouldn't. You would get mad at someone if they were doing that. Mm-hmm. If you have children and one of your kids talks to your other kids like that, mm-hmm. you are up in their face and letting them know that is not okay. Right. Kick your own butt. Mm-hmm. If you have low self-esteem, kick your own butt into positive gear. Okay? Tell, tell yourself or make the promise to yourself that when those things thoughts in your head come up, you are going to say, you're going to shake some truth on it. You're going to go, what? what? Uh, I, I mean, you can, even, you can even talk in third person and it sounds crazy. It sounds goofy, but I promise you, I've done it a million times and I talk about this with clients a million times too. Right. It's like, okay, um, something negative thought comes in my mind. I say, Seth, that is not true. You're not going there. Right. You have earned this. You've done 75 hard. You have a master's degree. And you can, like, w- whatever. And I'm not saying that there you have you only have value if you do 75 hard or you have a master's degree. Right. I'm not saying that. It's inherently you know some truths about you as a person, mm-hmm. right, that have nothing to do with what you've accomplished or what you've been given or, like, your privilege in life or anything like that. Right. Um, and, like, as Marissa Peer talks about, you can say, I am enough. Mm-hmm. I am enough. You were born into this world with a soul and a spirit and a heart and a body and all this stuff that is exactly enough for you to be living and alive, mm-hmm. right? You had all you need, right? And you still have all you need um, if you pay attention to it and if you believe it. Like universe right? juice style, which I think is from Kung Fu Panda. Um, you, the, the universe chose you. Mm-hmm. Like, you might God chose you, right? right? I mean, God you can, chose God, you. The universe yeah. chose you. Like you're not an accident. Mm-hmm. Like I mean that that's so hard for me to wrap my head around people thinking that way. And I've had I've had seasons of being depressed. I've had seasons where anxiety was like running the show. Mm-hmm. And medication, oh my gosh, medication makes all the difference in the world for me. Mm-hmm. Healthy practices like jogging and yoga mm-hmm. and listening to self-help books. One of the best mm-hmm. books that I listened to recently uh, was, what's it called? Eckhart Tolle. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Don't know. Mm, it was I like on the remember. tip of my tongue. Yeah. It's the Eckhart Tolle book, The Power of Now. Yeah. And he talks about having this mental breakdown where he was like, I said to myself, it was more like this. I said to myself, <laughs> he said, I can't live with myself. And he's mm. like, wait, what? 
I can't live with myself as if these are two different people. Mm -hmm. The I and the myself, right? I can't live with myself, right? And the whole mm -hmm. book is his processing that idea of he wanted right. to kill himself, he was suicidal, and he had an awakening in that moment. Mm -hmm. So I can't live with myself. I call myself bad names. I um, put low self-esteem on myself. That is the uh, the pull between your spirit, who you are as a person, uh -huh. who you are as a person, and your ego, right? Right. Um, and ego, E-G-O, edging God out, right. right? Edging spirit out. So when we are all caught up in living in ego, we're worried about what you say, or like, oh, did I do the right thing? Or I need this to be happy. I don't need that to be happy. If I could only do this, wait a minute. Well, when this time comes around, when I get married, when I get engaged, when I get a job, when right. I have a kid, all that is your ego. You're living out of ego. And I am finding this just completely mind-blowing, like uh, discovering that I am unhappy. My, uh, my spirit is unhappy when I am living out of ego, right? Mm -hmm. When I'm egocentric, ego forward. Mm -hmm. And I, t I tell myself, may my spirit, my soul, who I am as a person, talk to other person, talk to other people's spirit. And I'm not mm -hmm. getting all trippy hippie get trippy and well hippie. no no i'm not saying like not oh yeah i'm not <laughs> not must say i talk i'm not you know my spirit isn't talking to melanie's spirit like you know some on like some meta right. wave it's like hey what is what is the very absolute best brightest most beautiful thing in me right see in the most best beautiful brightest thing in her right and our kids and every homeless person i meet and right. work with and right. every uh, CEO I talk with mm -hmm. and every uh, listener that we talk mm -hmm. with, how can I live out of that, right? And it's a really beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And I saw a, 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 um, an image this morning. So remember, okay, so I'm getting off on, on a little bit and I hope you guys stick around for this because I believe it's really good. I did uh, a, my first hypnotherapy session mm. last week, which I would love to talk about sometime on the show. And it's awesome, right? And we talked about spirit and ego. And ever since then, what have I been doing to you instead of kissing you? Putting your forehead on my forehead right? like a Buddhist do, I think. Just like that. And in the hypnotherapy session, it, it I didn't say, oh, yeah, put foreheads on foreheads or anything like that. And then today, I took a screenshot, and it talked about, and it was like a man and a woman, and it had their heads together just like that, and the infinity symbol right there. Ooh. And it was really trippy because I feel more connected. Yeah. Just on a weird meta universe level, I guess. That sounds trippy. When I do that with you, forehead to forehead. Universe juice. I know, and it's awesome. And right. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't read that anywhere. I, I didn't see that prior to this morning. Right, you know? right. But I'd been doing that for about a week, right? Isn't right. that interesting? So think about that, ladies. How many of you... So I'd, I'd love, I love it. That, and, and men, I mean, this is not just for women. But oh, yeah. like, think about this idea of your partner just loves you so much that doesn't need to kiss you, doesn't need to like honk your butt. He can literally just put his forehead on yours and honk stand there and it's great, right? That honk is honk. a different level of understanding and awareness mm -hmm. of accepting, of living. It's a different way of living. And mm -hmm. so I want to make sure that we say the resources that we think are helpful. So um, Marissa Peer, I Am Enough, is one book that is really great at this stuff. It mm -hmm. kind of, it's almost like... Um, taking a big broom and sweeping out the things that you have told yourself. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I have low self-esteem. I can't be happy. I can't this. I'm mm -hmm. overweight. I'm dumb. I'm this. I'm that. 
uh, I Am Enough by Marissa Peer helps you literally clean out your mind. She's right. super practical, very funny, um, and British. Mm-hmm. So it's a win-win-win. Okay, hold for, on, uh, hold on. And then another one is um, The in- Inner Engineering by Sadhguru. It's a, go- a yogi's guide to joy. It is such a good book. Inner Engineering by Sadhguru. A Yogi's Guide to Joy. It is mm-hmm. so flippin' good. Mm-hmm. He also just helps you clarify, like, why are you why are you thinking this way? This doesn't help you, blah, blah, blah. But he's really, really funny. And then also, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. These mm-hmm. are all, they're such good books. But yeah. The Power of Now, the end of it is really crazy. Like, Tripsville, you're like, what are we talking about? But the <laughs> first half is amazing. Right, so Jesse says, thank you so much. I'm a new listener. Welcome. Welcome. So glad you're here. Uh, and I've been trying to find out how we can work it out as she wants to be away from me totally. My self-esteem is at an all-time low because of the uncertainty. So let me tell you something, dude. Um, dude. Your self-esteem is not contingent upon what your wife does or doesn't do. I know, and right? that's hard to hear. So early on in our marriage, and sometimes still if it comes up, like if she doesn't want to uh, be... Uh, show physical affection like my love language is, physical affection, physical touch, then I get sometimes in a weird, trippy mood. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't need Melanie to be some sort of way. I cannot be his barometer of happiness. Right, to make me feel happy. Of course, she brings me joy, and there's things that she can do to contribute to that. But I need to have that in my own self first, Mm -hmm. right? And somebody says... Uh, From a Christian perspective, self-esteem is related to your belief that God created you and loves you, and His work is perfect. He does not make mistakes. You can feel special knowing that God loves you. Yes, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I love Psalms 139. It says the best quote I read today, Be confident because you are a child of God. Be humble because everyone else is too. We, we are all absolutely who and what we are supposed to be right now. Mm-hmm. Perfectly Gift? gift? I a love that. Gift. A perfect gift. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Carry on Warrior by Ooh, Glennon Doyle. I love mm. Glennon Doyle. Yeah, she's good. Okay, let's see. What else? So, let's um maybe wrap it up. Sure. But I want to, the thing that I want to say is for this listener, mm-hmm. low self esteem, girl, if you don't love yourself, who the crap is going to love you? Ain't nobody right. going to love you like you can love you. That's right. Hear those words. Nobody can love you like you can love you. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds silly, but Seth doesn't know what I want at every minute of the day, but you know who does? This lady. Um, if I want to feel happy, I put on any music by, I don't know, Lizzo, Trolls, BTS. Like, mm. I love. BTS. To, I know how to make myself happy. <laughs> right. I know how to listen to myself now and be like, oh, I'm feeling really flustered or I'm feeling out of sorts or I'm feeling whatever. Who knows how to fix that problem? I do mm-hmm. because I'm awesome. You know right. why? Because the universe picked me. God picked me. God made me. And Whatever. You, you are enough. I wake up now every morning. I'm way saying, more than enough. Enough boom. means barely getting by. You're extra, right? Oh, and I love to be extra. <laughs> so, all right, on to the conversation starters, which you can find no, on I'm our. Not a snack, Alu, baby. I'm the whole dang meal. Oh my goodness. Right. Okay. Uh, conversation starters, which you can find on the Anatomy of Marriage app. You guys are going there. You're doing the clearing structure. You're getting help. So, thank you for that. Yes. Number one, what is your Enneagram number or personality type and how is it? How does it impact our marriage? I'm a nine. A nine. Yeah, you is. And what are you? I am a seven, real strong wing eight. Right. So, uh, yeah, these, these numbers, they don't make us who we are. 
However, it has been a window, a helpful window Mm -hmm. into like, oh, I do have some of those personality Mm -hmm. traits. I do notice when I am a strong, healthy nine, this is what I do. I feel good. I interact good. I'm present. I don't Mm -hmm. check out. I'm not sloth, right? (laughs) Uh, And when I'm an unhealthy nine, then I do check out. I do be like, oh, that's too much. What's the nine? See you later. The nine is the universal number. Oh, yeah. Jesus was Aren't you nine. at the top of the whole thing? I am. Right. So you can I, see all the other numbers? I'm an empath. I, uh, Hashtag Enneagram tattoos. <laughs> yeah, no. I uh, um, avoid conflict to mm-hmm. keep the peace, and I try to look at things from everybody's perspective. You're the peacemaker. And that is very laborious. That's right. Uh, yes. So Seth is an Enneagram number nine. Right. I'm an Enneagram number seven, which is the uh, uh, adventurer. No, what's it called? The butthole. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Whoa. Not what I thought you were going to say. I'm sorry. Uh, that was crass. I shouldn't have said that the, word. I mean, it was funny. I'll never think that I, word I is not that you funny. Uh, what I is got it? in trouble There's... for calling my brother that one time when <laughs> I was a kid. A butthole? Your mom was like, what? She was upset. Uh, So an Enneagram 7 is the enthusiast. So Mm -hmm. I am the enthusiast, but I have a strong 8 wing, which means I can be a real bulldozer. Desperate to quell their anxieties, can be impulsive and infantile, do not know when to stop. Addictions and excess take their toll. Debauched. Debauched. Oh my goodness. But this is the bad side of So that was the unhealthy one. The unhealthy side of a 7. And like, does that fit? Yeah. Like I'm a whiny, stupid you, baby when I'm unhealthy. Desperate I'm like, to quell their anxieties. It's your fault. Make me feel better. I don't know how to yeah. do anything. Doesn't I, know when to stop. Little... So that sucks if you have a partner that right. doesn't know when to stop. And I'm just like, I don't want conflict. Leave me right. alone. Leave me alone. And then the pursuer distancer. <laughs> honk, honk, Bill says. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, you guys, uh, the Enneagram has been helpful for us. I prefer one website. It's called the Enneagram Institute. Dot com and uh, I took the test, the ready test, R H E T I. Oh, Delana it, says Jesus was five busted. You're what? wrong. That's not right, Delana. Thanks, Delana. Come on, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, so I want that. This is a conversation starter from our app. I don't mm-hmm. know if Seth like really made that transition clear. Yeah, you but were. We have you the were uh, singing trolls. Anatomy of Marriage yeah. app, and this is we do conversation starters to help you connect. So do them every day. Go get the app. Go to anatomyofmarriage.com and get mm-hmm. it. But um, so yeah, that was conversation starter number two, uh, or number one. Let's see. If you guys have never read Bob Goff, Love Does It, Love Does, mm-hmm. uh, is a good one to read as a couple. He has two more books too. I I actually saw that. I want to read it. Mm-hmm. So thank you for bringing that back up. I'll put it on my list. I've listened to him once or twice. Yeah. Uh, so then it says number two, which foods bring up the strongest memories from your childhood? Hmm. I would say. Uh, macaroni and cheese, like macaroni, <laughs> like macaroni pie. Yeah, macaroni pie. It's like a southern, not not right. the box, uh, not the box trash. Comment uh, if you know what macaroni pie is. Throw up a heart. Yeah. If you've ever... Well, if you're southern, you do. So, and uh, I make it on on occasions mm-hmm. here. You know, when I want to like carb out and bomb out. Right. So, uh, yeah, because my mom used to make that. She still does when we go back home. Right. Uh, coleslaw, fried pork chops. Uh, very, very southern. My mom was an excellent cook. Or is an is, excellent yeah, cook, is. and uh, it was all southern stuff, right? But uh, yeah. um, I think you? of my. This is the weirdest one, but like the smell mm-hmm. of a coffee brewer, like a very particular one, reminds me so much of my grandparents' house when I was a kid. Like a Mister Coffee. Yeah, like a Mister Coffee. My 
my papa would make coffee on like Thanksgiving and stuff. And even the sound of it, like going mm-hmm. when it's almost done, mm-hmm. is like a sense memory, like a smell sense memory thing. Um, but a jello, like a red jello cup. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, there was a restaurant called Skipper's that I, of oh. course, adored because anything <laughs> nautical themed I was right. obsessed with as a child. So there was Ivers. But there was Skippers. Right. And Skippers, when the kids' meal came, it had a red Jello cup, and it puts me right back oh, man. in like a Skippers booth That's funny. with the little map thing and the anchor sign. I mean, I've always loved nautical uh, stuff. Who knows why? But so uh, Delano, fry bread for me. Oh yep. yeah, give it up for fry bread. Uh, I know that you uh, Navajos. What what is it? Is it bluebird flour that y'all use? Sometimes at powwows, there's some uh, folks, um, some uh, Navajo folks who have stands, and they say. They they have the flower that I think I, I might, maybe bluebird is something with a bluebird on the on the pack or something, but it's usually way better than the other fry bread stands at Powell's. Uh, somebody says baked mac and cheese, uh-huh. and also Annie F Downs has a summer Enneagram series. Ooh, Ooh. So, yeah, Jesse says cardamom bread takes me back to being a kid. Oh, Ooh, that good. Uh, Jesse says smell is your strongest sense tied to memory. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask the question because I thought mm-hmm. I, and no one people don't typically talk about it. I just had a huge insight. Yeah, face lotion? Exactly. Yes. So, so apparently you hate your grandma. No, I like my grandma. She's a very kind lady. But again, and I can tell you're wearing it this morning. I even smelled it. And it, it You're leaving for work. I'm going to do me. You can do you. I'm not left yet, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't left yet, right? So, oh, and um, so bluebird flower. Yes, I was right. You got it right. I knew it. Um... Uh, nobody else knows what we're talking about there, it's but okay. that's fine. Uh, let's see. Um, Says, wh- uh, same for me. We would have coffee at night and talk. We were committed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> committed. New marriage material. Ooh, okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. So what was I saying? Smell is your strongest memory. Your face uh, lotion. Sense tied to memory. So, yeah, it's just the fact and uh, just... Being oh. romantic with my grandma, like I, I don't, I, I can't smell that smell and not smell and your not grandma. think of grandma. Right. You know that what I'm saying? Sense. So I I'll want th- you to take that into consideration. And somebody said, um, I don't well, wear it at night. A lot of folks had seboric dermatitis, and they right. were talking about coconut oil. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've tried that or not. Uh, well, I'm still going to keep using the cream that I use in the morning and the day because you go off to work. So mm-hmm. see ya, bye bye. And at night, I will use something different, which I've been doing. Thank you. Which you didn't even notice. Um, so Sarah says, barbecue chicken and taco salad and homemade, homemade chocolate chip cookies. Yes, actually, that's a really good one. My mom makes homemade chocolate chip cookies and oatmeal cookies, and they're like yeah. the best ever. And she's made them all of You know all why? Because she uses childhood. Crisco lard. Oh, Crisco's the best. I used to Maybe she tried Crisco on your Straight face. out of the bucket. Oh, I would get a, like a spoon of Crisco oh my gosh. and eat it. When I was a kid, and oh, it was so that good. That is sickening. Like, What's what up, is Jenny? Crisco? It's like it's like gear it's oil. It's hydrogenated a, vegetable oil, which is not it's good the for your best hydrogenated your vegetable body. oil. So okay, guys. Anyhow. So those came from the Anatomy of Marriage app, which you can go check out. Also, remember to go if you need help to getfaithful.com forward slash Anatomy of Marriage. You guys are going there. I see the 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 analytics on it, and you guys are blowing it up. So and not only like oh, you're blowing it up, cool. You guys are getting help, and this is what mm-hmm. we want to do 
with the show right. to share our story, to be vulnerable, to invite you guys to share your story and be vulnerable. There's one of my favorite therapies called narrative therapy, right? And it's listening to clients' stories and helping them make sense out of their narrative and then rewriting their narrative uh, if there were false narratives that were pervasive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to ask her if there would be chocolate chip cookies in heaven. Oh, she made them on the daily. That's so sweet. <laughs> that's funny. Um, that I is. Love I love that. the insight moment when the face lotion and you guys meeting each other rather than blaming. Right. Yeah, it's right. a it's a it's a process. Notice that I didn't get pissed at her. Mm-hmm. She didn't get pissed at me. Defensive, she said, "Well, yeah. it works for me. I'm still going to use it, but I'm going to make a compromise and mm-hmm. adjustment uh, to when you're not home, so you don't smell it, right? right? And I am not trying to avoid conflict. Still saying that like. Literally, it's hard to kiss or have sex with someone that smells exactly like my grandma, right? Do you understand? Your grandma's sexy. <laughs> She's 94. She was. She was a good-looking lady back in the day. But anyway. She's still good-looking. Yeah, so we love you guys. Thank you for showing up. Continue to show up. If you have any questions, email at anatomyofmarriage.com. And one last thing. If you want extra funny content, go follow me on uh, Instagram at uh, Seth Studley. That's all. S-T-U-D-L-E-Y. So it's fun. Mm-hmm. You also have an Instagram. It's just Melanie Studley, too. I don't post anything on yeah. it, honestly. So I don't I do post anything. stuff daily on mine. Um, so, and uh, also, if you've got a question for the show, send it in to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to talk about, direct message us, whatever. Send us stuff. Be in touch. Um, and again, if you want to learn more about self-esteem, uh, the resources we recommend that are helpful, again, are Marissa Peer, I Am Enough. Mm-hmm. You can get an Audible free version of her book if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Also, Inner Engineering by mm-hmm. Sadhguru mm-hmm. and mm, The Power of Now by Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle. Tolle. That's so, right. um, so you are amazing. You are enough. Don't have low self-esteem. Have good, balanced self-esteem. If it's too high, you're weird. If it's too low, you're weird. Be right in the middle because nobody loves you like you're going to love you. Be balanced. That's right. All right. We love you. We do love you. All right. All right. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye.